Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I was refused to use. No doubt continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January 31st. In the year of our Lord, 2023, this is our two of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America, along with the incredible checks and balances put in place by the brilliant founding fathers. That is our solution today at our fingertips. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And good news, the good sheriff is with me for both hours today. Sheriff Mack, welcome back, sir. Thank you very much, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Tuesday morning. Man, we have so much to discuss, so little time to get it done in. I want to talk to you about a couple of things here. First one is this. Republicans demand spending cuts before raising debt ceiling that's the headline now to me that's a disgrace they intend fully to raise the debt ceiling just like they intended fully for mccarthy to become speaker all they want to do is extract what they think they can get and then cave i am not comfortable with this mentality this viewpoint this belief in fact kevin mccarthy continues and says Cuts to Social Security and Medicaid or Medicare are off the table in ongoing negotiations with Democratic leadership. He's already caved, Sheriff. He said, we just want to get what we can get before we go ahead and uh, raise the debt ceiling. And uh, by the way, uh, we, uh, we're we not going to put you know Medicaid, Social Security, any, none of that's on the table for discussions. You've already lost the whole battle. If you're already giving that much, all Democrats have to do is hold the line and force you to comply. What a disgrace, Sheriff. There's a better negotiating tactic than that, I'll tell you that, right now. Yeah, there is. And, um, you know, I will say McCarthy, uh, for being a mainstream uh, rhino in a lot of ways, has been doing a pretty decent job in, in some respects. However, this takes us back to a very fundamental uh, purpose of government. And, uh, of course, they're always going to maintain that their job is to take care of us. So we have to have Medicare. We can't cut Medicare. We have to keep taking care of people. Well, yeah, after you uh, make people so dependent on you and addicted to your uh, welfare programs, it, it is kind of ruthless to try to pull it out from underneath them in a very sudden way. However, I will say this, too. If Social Security had been managed uh, correctly, and, and that is also something that's unlawful, by the way, but that's my money that's it, that I put into that since I was 15 years old, Sam. It's my money. It's not theirs. And they act like it's theirs. And they've so mismanaged this whole thing that it is uh, looking to be bankrupt unless they raise the debt ceiling and start putting more money in there because they give it to people who at some in some respects have never worked sam i know people who have haven't had a job for 30 years who are getting more social security uh, per month than my wife does 
See, and that's uh, and, where that's where we need to discuss this. I don't want to break promises yeah. to people that we've made promises to, and I'm not suggesting that we should. What I'm suggesting, no, though, is to I say mean, these are the untouchable third rail uh, is bogus. We're not going to take that off the table. What we're going to say is this. We're going to get a sliding scale of backing out of commitments that we know long-term we cannot keep. The Ponzi scheme is over. Now, right. if you're above, say, and I'm, I'm giving an example, not a fact. You'd have to negotiate through this. But, look, if you're above 60, all's going to stay the same. If you're above 50, it's going to slightly change in this way. If you're above 40, it's going to change more, 30 more, 20 more, to where we're going to back our way out of this. In fact, those who are under 30, we're just going to tell you that you get a refund check of this much relating to how much you might have put in or a portion thereof, whatever we can work out, kind of like a severance from these programs. You get a check, and then everybody else above that, you can have a check and walk away to not have it at all, or you can go ahead and get whatever minimal benefits are coming your way, and we can give you time and options and back out of this program uh, in a dignified, moral way and not break promises. Sam, you're 55. You don't got a lot of time left, okay? You're going to be 56 this year. Um, look, you've got a severance option. You've got a, you know what, you can get on it, um, whatever option with, with, with less amounts. There's a way to work this and back out and not betray and or break promises, but not when you simply say it's off the table done. Okay. Yeah. You can, you don't have to raise the debt ceiling if you start cutting government programs. So to me, you shut down the government if you're Kevin, and then you start passing bills out of the house one issue at a time, whatever's constitutional, boom, 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 boom. We've got 47 bills waiting on the Senate now to open up the legitimate proper role of limited government we're not opening up the rest people we're not doing it now hey here's a couple of bills that we may need to pass temporarily uh, with an extraction plan to keep our promises fine boom it a boom pass them pass them just dump the bills on the senate but remember you don't negotiate by giving up all the cards when you hold the purse strings you don't do that kevin Shame on you, sir. What a disgrace this is. You've already failed. You've got to say, we hold the purse strings. We hold all the cards. And I'm telling you right now, we will open up and teach America about the proper role of limited constitutional government. And the other things just may never be opened, may never, ever come back. You got that, people? But we will not break promises. We will create an extraction program or a wind-down program for certain essential needs. Right? We're not going to crash the plane. We're going to land it appropriately the best we can in these hostile circumstances that our, that our forebears, not our founders, but our forebears uh, have left us in. There is a way forward that's productive and clear, but you've got to communicate and you've got to stand on something or you get hit by traffic going both directions, Sheriff. <laughs> yeah, very good and very well said, Sam. You're absolutely correct. Uh, why did you say four bears instead of founders? Because founders never established a welfare system like this in the first place. Yeah, exactly. It's the middle people. It's the last two or three generations that have sold us south. Uh, I don't think they meant right. to. I think they've just been ingrained in socialism. They don't really realize the difference. You know, my dad, for example, was a great guy, but he was more of a mainstream Republican. Whenever I'd stand up against the general Republican ideas, he thought I was going off the rails. So he meant well. And I'm not here to attack my father. I'm just here to make a point that I think generations ago, they kind of lost sight of what made America great. You know, our goal is not to attack them, but our goal is to set the record straight and bring it back uh, to what our founders understood, believed, and implemented. We can return to that, Sheriff. 
Yeah, we, we can. And I, that's uh, a, a lofty uh, goal. Um, it might even be uh, impractical in some ways because this is so ingrained, but it falls back to Michael Peruca's quote of Thomas Jefferson or Thomas Paine. And that is a long habit of not thinking a thing to be wrong gives it a superficial appearance of being right. And that's where this whole welfare system of the United States lands. It's been there so long. And the corruption behind this has been there so long that people have uh, accepted it as, as normal. Same thing with the IRS. People accept their brutality and their bullying and their unconstitutional lawbreaking and their cr downright criminality. It's just so accepted now. And corruption in Washington, D.C. is that way. It's just so accepted now. And I think this is a part of it that has got into McCarthy's DNA. And that is, this is, this is how it's done in Washington, D.C. So uh, do I blame I don't him? Mean to, uh, I, surprised? No, but yeah, it's just I don't mean to, to criticize McCarthy either. I'm not trying to attack him as a person. What I am trying to do is pave a way forward. What I am trying to do is we cannot pretend that his way will work. It will not work. The system yeah. will fail if we keep this up, okay? Now, Kevin also sent me and a gazillion other people an email. And I want to I wanna highlight this email and tell you what it said. And I want to just show you where my real frustration and anger is. First off, he's spamming me because I never gave him permission to send me an email at all. So I had to yeah. sue him over the, uh, the can spam act uh, in the first place. But I'll decide not to sue Kevin right now. I'm just making a point. That, you know what? He doesn't even have the right to send me the email in the first place. But it says this. Speaker McCarthy is the subject. Nancy Pelosi just spearheaded a multi-state massive fundraising spree with Hakeem Jeffries and their top Democratic cronies. Wait a minute. I have reports that you're hanging out on Capitol Hill making friends with Jeffries right now. So you make it sound like Jeffries is in bed with his cronies and you're against him, but yet you're spending your time working with Jeffries right now? Well, Sam, don't you know that's the art of politics? No, it isn't. That's bogus. Yeah. Don't pretend to me that you're Jeffries' enemy, and on Capitol Hill, you and Jeffries are just rubbing shoulders, hanging out. In fact, you welcomed Elon Musk, the two of you together. And you guys all discussed how... Elon Musk is going to make it fair on Twitter between the Republicans and the Democrats. Shame on you all and shame on your partisan politics that George Washington warned you against. Shame on the both of you. But it goes on. Pelosi may not, may long, no longer have the gavel, but do not underestimate her swampy schemes. Yeah, she is livid that we took back Congress. Yeah. She wants to get every Hollywood person, every Hollywood person to promote dark money and use that to attack us. I'll tell you more.
Former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an Immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttall as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. slumber party with all the girls there. Play with me more often. My mom's so busy with the board meeting. Just spend more time together as a family. Do more out-of-the-house activities. This is a tough one. My parents, they do everything they love me. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have a roof over my head. They don't need to show it to me. I just know they love me. Well, not yelling at me very much. What do you raise my allowance. To not argue together. Um, have my dad be home more for dinner and stuff so that it could be even closer. Family, isn't it about time? Buy me an ice cream and kiss me to love me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Okay, what's the next question? politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. Thank thank you to every one of you for being locked on Liberty Roundtable live with the good Sheriff, Sheriff Richard Mack and yours truly. We're talking about Kevin McCarthy. Shame on him. He emails me just begging for money. Now that Pelosi has nothing to lose, she and her leftist followers are bolder than they've ever been. They will do anything to stop us. That means we need all hands on deck right now to counteract her dark money tour so we can block hers and Schumer's destructive schemes once and for all. Our war chests are empty after a bruising election. We're defenseless. Please, would you consider sparing a few dollars to ensure that we can hold off Pelosi's final charges against our freedoms? We're still near $20,000 short of our goal, but I'm assured that if everyone reading this chips in just $8, We should be able to counteract Nancy Pelosi's nonsense. And then it goes on to donate, donate, donate before midnight. And then it says this, four hours, 36 minutes, 35 seconds, $25, 50, $150, $250, $500, or $1,000. Oh, you can even do $2,900. 
your contribution will benefit Kevin McCarthy for Congress. Yeah, Democrats are hell-bent on tanking our America First agenda. We need your help to fight back. Will you become a monthly donor as well? Radical Dems hold the White House and Senate. The House is the only thing standing between the elitist government, Joe Biden and crew that want to destroy your freedoms and you. Campaign finance law requires us to collect your employment information. Pitch in now. Yeah. If you chip in now, you become a member of Team Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. Contributions to Win Red. So now you find out it's this group called Win Red. Are not deductible as charitable donations for federal income tax purposes based on contribution rules. Then you have to sign this thing saying you're a U.S. citizen or a cardholder. You know, in other words, you're allowed to be here or donate or whatever else. Now. Sheriff, when I walk down the street in a busy, big city, guy comes up to me and says, hey, man, you got any money for a burrito? Just five bucks, man. I need to go ahead and eat, and then I got to take a bus back to my wife and kid. They're expecting me. I came out here to try to get work, but there ain't no work, so I'm I'm going home now. Can Can you give me a couple bucks for a bus ticket and a burrito? Kevin McCarthy's plea is identical to that, uh, Sheriff. Yeah, Sam, we all get those emails, uh, and it's always so vital that we donate them and we become a part of the McCarthy Army. Or do you? In fact, sometimes the headline on the email: uh, "Join Trump's Brigade" or "Become a part of." You know, my dad did it with Reagan once, and it uh, they sent him back some medallion thing about how. And I bet he donated a hundred bucks, but I guess back in the eighties, that was quite a bit, but, um, it, it was all this about making you part of the team. You're, you're now, Oh, uh, you get to have a dinner with, uh, with the president or you get to be on his official list of, of, of personal advisors and, you know, always trying to make some big claim that you're a big part of his campaign and his uh, personal friend and you're on his personal committee and all of that's bogus. Uh, you're not on anything. Uh, they're just trying to find creative ways to, to get more money. Uh, it's really sad that politics is so based on uh, the power of the dollar. Uh, and, and that's another thing that uh, has got to be addressed as well as uh, the other financial problems that you uh, addressed in just a few minutes ago. But I got this, an idea. Whole... Yeah, go ahead. Why don't we jettison all foreign aid? All of it. Why don't we shut down all constitutional agencies? And then, Kevin, you don't need a penny from me, bro. You can, in fact, lower taxes right now. You said unconstitutional agencies, right? Unconstitutional that agencies. That's right. Yeah. Shut them all down. And why don't you just stand for liberty? But you're already going to cave. You're going to do Social Security. You're going to do Medicaid, Medicare. You're not talking about getting rid of foreign aid at all. You're going to have a secret meeting with Joe, Joe, Kevin, and Joaquin, and you guys are going to go ahead and and craft a raise the debt ceiling plan, and you're not going to make any difference. The Republicans are going to squander their 
tiny margin in the House if they're not careful before 24. Because Donald Trump's going to run around promoting vaccines while Kevin promotes increasing the debt ceiling under the guise of pretending that he's going to extract everything he can first. That's what the Republicans are up to. Yeah, uh, it, it's really, Sam, what you're describing is politics uh, at its zenith. You know, this just mainstream um, modus of MO, political MO, uh, especially in Washington, D.C. Yeah, well, we, we've always done things like this. I mean, that's probably the I worst excuse. For but again, they're exclaiming this is different. So here's the deal. Um, I guess as far as I understand, Elon Musk made a surprise visit to D.C. And Joaquin and yeah. Kevin met with him. So I got a question. If the man that beats Bill Clinton at the Supreme Court, uh, who represents frontline doctors, and the man who is a nationally syndicated talk show host for over 25 years, who had on Donald Trump Jr. on Super Tuesday on his program and the head of CSPOA, the two of us go to Washington. Will Kevin meet with me and you like he did Elon? No. Why not? I guess we should try to make Listen, sure. Listen, police no. reform is supposed to be the national discussion now due to the meltdown that took place, right, in Memphis. They're saying they want to work on police reform. Who better to work on that than, say, Sam and Mac with Kevin and crew? Yeah. Well, it's not going to work anyway. It's not going to work anyway because they're – every time that they have these types of meetings and look at police training and police reform, all it is is more of the same each time. Oh, we got to get them trained in de-escalation. And de-escalation never includes how our role is designed to protect civil rights. Then you'll never de-escalate properly. Yeah, of course. There's no adherence to government principles. The principles upon which government was founded, probably better put that way. There's no adherence to that. There's no training in that. How do you understand your role in our society when you do not understand the role of our government? You can't. Remember how Glenn Beck used to talk about he's going to pick up the bat phone and it was his joke with a direct line to Washington, D.C. or to talk to the president or Congress or somebody? Pick up the bat phone. Do you yeah. remember those phrases? Yeah. How do we pick up the bat phone and talk to Kevin about police reform? about standing up for frontline doctors and backing off any of these government attempts to violate physicians' rights. So the first thing you'd have to understand is, is that police reform is not his business. That's He's not gonna be, Congress's job. I agree 100%. The only police reform that I think Congress should do is say, we're going to abolish the FBI. Okay. Yeah, uh, because, it's a, because it's a criminal agency that's unconstitutional and it's violated police reform everywhere it goes. So we're going to abolish that and we're going to make a law that says we will never have a federal police agency ever. We'll leave that to the states and the people respectively via the supreme law of the land. Kevin could do that and then he could educate the people on why he has that stance and he could use guys like you and me to help him carry the ball. And then he, he could wish the states well as they pursue 
some reforms in law enforcement, and it needs to start with training. And if they don't change their act in training, and all they do is increase uh, what they've already been doing, again, it'll be more of the same. I happen to know some incredible constitutional police agency trainers. Yeah, I know you do. Wow. Uh, Maybe I can introduce Kevin to him. What do you think if I just get on the bat phone? (laughs) Hey, Kevin, Sam, listen, we're going to be out there in D.C. in a day or two. You got some time for us? Let's go to lunch and eat some pupusas and talk about what you need to do to support true reform. Get the government out of it is the only position you have the lawful right to take, sir. Sheriff Mack and Sam Bushman back in seconds on your radio. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Millions of Americans are under winter weather watches and advisory today and tomorrow amid warnings of a prolonged and potentially significant icing event affecting 15 states. National Weather Service meteorologist Bob Oravec. There's about 50 million people under some type of winter weather advisory, winter storm warnings, ice storm warnings, winter weather advisories, wind chill alerts. It looks like ground zero for these storms is centered over the Lone Star State. At the moment, uh, the center of it though, looks like it's going to be north-central Texas, where we do anticipate several days of freezing rain. Sleet and freezing rain accumulations are likely to create widespread hazardous traveling conditions, downed power lines, broken tree limbs, and this will be happening for several days in a row. The White House announced Monday they will end the two COVID-19 emergency declarations on May 11th. The COVID-19 national emergency and public health emergency will be extended to that date and then lifted. That will end Title 42 restrictions and expulsions at the northern and southern border where the crisis rages on with illegal immigrants pouring into the country at levels never seen before. Construction on the wall of the United States-Mexico border is still taking place in some areas. Texas still building its portion of a border wall, even though the Biden administration stopped work on that wall. Texas Governor Greg Abbott admits it's not a cheap endeavor. Part of that is the materials for the wall. Part of it is uh, the the cost uh, of acquiring uh, the rights to be able to build the wall on land. Abbott speaking in the border town of San Benito Monday, where wall construction was taking place, said they are acquiring more land rights, which should help speed up construction. I'm John Schaefer. Cindy Williams, who played Shirley opposite Penny Marshall's Laverne on the popular sitcom Laverne and Shirley, died last week and announced Monday. 75-year-old Williams died in Los Angeles, California on Wednesday after a brief illness. This is USA News. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover. We'll help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.
Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800 734 1229. 800 734 1229. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Pfizer exec on hidden camera. We're exploring mutating COVID ourselves, says this bigwig at Pfizer. Sheriff, can you imagine that kind of, uh, I don't know what you want to say, that kind of ego, that kind of... um, they think they're gods up there. These people are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, self-appointing them godships, uh, you know, is part of the process, too. And probably no one has done that more than Nancy Pelosi. And good grief, she got away with so much. Uh not as much as Hillary Clinton has got away with, but Hillary Clinton was never Speaker of the House. It's the third person to be president, but uh, or the second one, actually, uh, after the president leaves. So uh, it it is astonishing what they get away with, uh, as Sam, and I've said this on your program lots of times. If you have the national media behind you, you can get away with almost anything. And that's what that's Hey, did what you get a ticket to the Kansas, Chief, the Kansas Chiefs Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl, sir? Yeah, I think uh, uh, my wife and I are going to go. We're going to go ahead and spend the 30000 and and go to that. <laughs> <laughs> it is insane. Tickets are 4000 for nosebleed to 35000 for good tickets. It's going to oh be Super goodness. Bowl 57. It's going to be at the State Farm Stadium in Glendale, right home of the Arizona. Arizona Cardinals and everything else. Yep. Rihanna's going to be there for the halftime show, buddy. Yeah, it's just insane. Uh, <laughs> it is a Hollywood production of, of monumental proportions. All right, and we talked brief- yesterday. We talked yesterday with Dr. Scott Bradley about weather warfare, or some people uh-huh. call it a weaponized weather. And I don't know if you know, but a Brigham Young University study came out and said that the Great Salt Lake could dry up in five years if changes aren't made. It's so already the governor, drying. So the governor wants to put $130 million into studying that dude. Figure out what to do. $130 million just to study it? Yes, sir. Got to oh figure it God. out, man. Have these guys well, lost their marbles? Here's what I suggest. What if we try turning to God and repenting and ask him to send the rain? That's what farmers used to do when it worked, Sheriff. Yes, very true. How come can't work now? Are we beyond that in our, quote, modern world of the arm of flesh or what? Yeah. Well, how much how much would it cost for a pipeline from the California coast or even from uh, Rocky Point down in Mexico? And then we could get some more jobs down in Mexico and help their economy, too. Um, 
How much would it cost for a pipeline? They were doing a pipeline for gas all the way down. I have no the, idea, but why do we need one? Can't we just pray for rain? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm all for that. You know, maybe you know, one listen, of the answers, though, is a pipeline. They say they want to bring it back to its natural, you know, um, level. The problem is the natural level had us all underwater, sir. Well, yeah, that's true, too. So I don't know what natural means. I'm just kind of redneck there. And then I was talking to Lowell Nelson, and I don't know if you know this, but this is good news. Utah's SB 116 Transgender Medical Treatments and Procedures Amendments. Utah Governor Spencer Cox signed it. It's a bill banning gender-affirming treatment and surgery for minors identifying as transgender. Actually, some good news. This is a win. This is a protection for young people in Utah and a loss for the sex change industry, Sheriff. You know that that they have actually considered having schools and people not involved in the family to to make these decisions for these young people who are struggling with that and and uh, getting them the change or taking hormone shots or whatever else. That's the astonishing thing about this, and that's what brought on this legislation, is because too many other people that want to force this on children. Are, are getting involved in the process and 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 I'll tell you what if you uh, I don't get mad very often and I don't get violent hardly ever but if you want to get me going on in that regard where I would consider it mess with my grandchildren regarding their gender and and start helping them change their gender without parental involvement Sam I cannot think of anything more heinous except for maybe child trafficking for sexual exploitation. Well, and speaking of that now, it turns out that the Super Bowl is a magnet for human trafficking, ladies and gentlemen. Human trafficking is the fastest growing and second largest criminal industry in the world. It's a $38 billion to $50 billion industry in the United States alone. So your point's well taken. But I look at this, and here's the problem that I have with it. You can't change genders. It's scientifically not possible. You are born with either an XX or an XY, right? Right. So it's criminal to even suggest such. I commend Cox. I don't really like the governor on a lot of his policies, but I will say that on this one he's right. We have got to stand up, though, and talk about the scientific reality of this. There is no debating that there is two genders. I'm surprised he signed it. Aren't you surprised he signed it? A little bit. A little bit. I'm proud of him, and that's why I'm giving him credit where credit's due. I'm not here just to attack everybody. I am here to stand up for what's right, though, and it's right that he defends this. And good on him. Amen. Yeah. Well, I was surprised, but I, I too, applaud what he did. All right. Well, anyway, that's good news. Uh, Sad about the Super Bowl and trafficking, though. Look, that's one another question that I have is this. I don't understand why why the the Super Bowl would be a time for trafficking, though. Because whenever you get a lot of people together with celebrities. It's not a big kid event. And and, and media and 
and all this kind of stuff. You get the prostitutes. And so what you do is you bring the prostitutes to all the rich people that go to the Super Bowl that want prostitutes. That's prostitutes what, that's are true. little kids that are. Uh, so they're bringing in children for for sex uh, slavery. Yes. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Yes, not the other way around because there's not a whole lot of children at the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, it's not a time to kidnap them. It's a time to use them. To exploit them, right. Okay, yes. It's criminal, folks. But anyway, here's an idea. Let me throw out an idea for you. If this is such a big industry, 38 to $50 billion annually in America alone, why don't we say this? By golly, we need rain in the Great Salt Lake bad. So bad we're freaking out we don't know what to do. So bad everybody's just on the climate change bandwagon worried about this. Um, we're, we're thinking about spending $130 million to study this. Why don't we just not study that? Why don't we decide that we're going to go ahead and get on our knees and pray to God and repent? And, and uh, the way we're going to repent is we're going to jettison the Super Bowl this year to keep children safe. And we're going to go ahead and not play football on the Sabbath so we can keep the Sabbath day holy as we pray. And, man, what do you think of that? We don't exploit children and we don't have the Super Bowl. That's a sad piece. But yet, you know, we're standing on what matters. And we're making it. Isn't that better than spending $130 million on a wing and a prayer that somehow we can find a way to, to bring water? Yeah, no kidding. When you talk about the $130 million just to study it, though, like, that's setting, why I said setting aside. Setting aside yeah. the Super Bowl is a small price to pay. We all went through COVID. We'll survive, right? Absolutely. Well, you know, we didn't have the Super Bowl during the cocoa, did we? During what? The COVID, the cocoa. Oh, yeah. No, they still had the Super Bowl. Oh, whoa. See, we can't stop the Super yeah. Bowl no matter what there. You, but see, yeah, you why can't don't, stop the Why don't we jettison <laughs> the Super Bowl, though, and, and say we're going to protect the children, make a big issue out of this? Take all the money that would be spent on the Super Bowl and use it against child sex trafficking and slavery. And then why don't we repent and not have the Super Bowl on Sunday? And maybe God might send some rain. Yeah. Right? It, it would be worth a try. It would be something I would totally support. And I love football. Uh, and I love the Super Bowl. I, I like the Super Bowl. I, I can, I'd rather go to Broadway than the Super Bowl. But. If I could do both, I would. But I've never been to a Super Bowl game. I've never been to an all-star game. Uh, hey, man, my wife sung at Super Bowl. You didn't believe me, but she really did. She what? She sung at the Super Bowl, man. How did she do that? Because she was in a kid's choir, and the whole choir sang the national anthem at the Super Bowl. See, back in the day when it wasn't such a star-studded event, mere mortals participated, sir. Well, uh, what Super Bowl was it? Do you remember? I have to ask her. I can't remember. But it was in the 80s. Okay. So, you know, what do we got? We're on Super Bowl 40-something now or whatever it is, right? No, 57. 57. 57. So I'm going to have to ask her, but it was something, you know, 37 range kind of thing or something. No, no, no. 27 range. All right. There you have it. Quick pause, ladies and gentlemen. The Sheriff Mac and Sam Bushman on Liberty Roundtable Live. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier. 
and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, the good sheriff, Sheriff Mack on your radio. Um, okay, I talked to my wife about it. It was the 49ers Miami Dolphins game, and it was a Super Bowl. I don't know what number it was, but it was back in 1985. Wow, okay. Well, we could figure out which one it was just by math, obviously. Yeah. But that's an amazing experience. Uh, she got yeah, and that's that, back right? before they had, you know, star-studded halftime shows with, like, Rihanna and everything else. They used yeah. to have children in schools and stuff like that singing. So she sang with her choir that she was with, uh, They and they sang at the Super Bowl there. Pretty cool. Yeah. So there you go. A little different world we live in now, right? Sad but true. Just yeah, goes kind yeah, of the show. I mean, big-time money and big-time Hollywood has taken over the super bowl uh and you know what they can I, that's anybody that owns any business if you own the super bowl and you have a lot of stake in it you're going to want to make as much money out of it biggest fanfare that you possibly can but it i, I will tell you as a, somebody who played football and loved football and loved sports uh i don't like it they're they're, they're making it uh, You're right. Kind of and, and I'll give you an example. Uh, we mentioned that it was like $4,000 to $35,000 a ticket. And Mac's not really going. Yeah. He was joking Ridiculous. if he didn't get the sarcasm, ladies and gentlemen. But I, I will say this. Interestingly enough, um, I don't know if you know, but it cost $7 million for a 30-second commercial to run in the Super Bowl. $7 million. $7 million? $7 million. Yes, sir. That's right. Good. Okay, so maybe if we get rid of some of the star-studded stuff and we go back to the days when you have a choir sing or a mere mortal, you know, maybe we can drop the price of those tickets instead of four grand to thirty-five. Maybe they'd be, you know, a thousand to, you know, five thousand or something. Yeah. See, we we have got we have turned this into our god, our idols, sheriff. Yeah. And it's a tragic reality. 
All right, Sheriff, I don't know if you can find this, but I would I would love it if you could read this. There is a product on the market now called Chat GPT. And Chat GPT is supposedly this automated bot that is super, super smart AI, artificial intelligence. And people are trying to figure out how smart it is. And so they basically said, hey, who is Sam Bushman? And it came back and said, Sam Bushman's a nationally syndicated talk show host that believes in liberty and da 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 It was great. Then we asked it the next question. And this is what I'm hoping you can pull up, Sheriff. If you can't, I can try to read it. But it's a little bit long, so you might do better than I. But the question we asked this chat, GPT, is this. Write an article about liberty in the style of Sam Bushman. And what it came back with is amazing. Do you have that handy, Sheriff? Yes, I do. Hang on. Uh, it's called Liberty, the Cornerstone of Our Republic, is what it titled its article. It's shocking. I mean, that's something that I would actually say, right? It is shocking what it came up with. And we asked it a yeah, bunch of it. interesting questions. All right, go ahead, sir. Okay, uh... You you sent or somebody sent in this in and write an article about liberty in the style of Sam Bushman. Liberty, the cornerstone of our republic. As a proud American and host of Liberty Roundtable Live, I feel compelled to talk about the importance of liberty in our great nation. In this day and age, it's easy to take for granted the freedom that we enjoy as citizens of the United States. But it's crucial that we never forget the sacrifices made by our forefathers to secure those liberties for us. Do you want me to read the whole thing? Yeah. I think it's really interesting what it says. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of short. Uh, liberty, simply put, is the freedom to live your life as you see fit, so long as you do not infringe on the rights of others. It's a fundamental right that has been enshrined in our Constitution and it's the foundation of our republic. Without liberty, we would not have the ability per, to pursue happiness, express our opinions, to live, on, to live our lives according to our own beliefs and values. One of the greatest threats to our liberty is government overreach. The Constitution limits the power of the federal government, but it seems like we've strayed far from that original intent. The government has become too involved in our daily lives, dictating what we can and cannot do, and it's up to us to make sure that this trend is reversed. Another threat to liberty is the decline in individual responsibility. It seems like too many people these days want the government to take care of them, from cradle to grave. But that's not what America was built on. The principles of self-sufficiency, hard work, and personal responsibility are what make are what made this country great and it's up to us to make sure that those principles are not lost it's important to remember that liberty is not a political idea it's a way of life every time we make a decision we have the opportunity to choose liberty whether it's the right to bear arms the right to free speech or the right to worship as we choose we must always defend and protect these liberties in conclusion, as Americans, it's our duty to preserve the liberty that has been granted to us by our forefathers. We must be vigilant in the face of government overreach and stand firm in our belief in individual responsibility.
By doing so, we can ensure that the United States remains a shining beacon of liberty for generations to come. Now, think about that from a bot, though. This bot knows enough about Sam Bushman because I've been on the radio for a long time. My views are not, you know, some people think that this radio show is just tiny and my views aren't very widely spread. But it's so widely spread that this bot knows enough to build an article based on my statements. If you listen to that article or pay attention carefully, it uses phrases that I use, sir. Yeah. All right. It, it's, in a way, it's really cool. In a way, it's kind of scary, this bot that's come out. Now, I don't know if you know, but Microsoft says they have they can basically study your voice for three seconds now and that they can then imitate your voice perfectly with your oh, phrases, yeah. nuance, inflections, and everything. So now all you got to do is get this bot and that uh, voice, and then it can do the talk show, and I can go on vacation, Sheriff. There's only one missing component. <laughs> you want to know what the only missing component is? What? Cash, baby. Your sense, your sense of humor. Cash, baby. I just ain't cash for me to go on vacation. <laughs> but I, <laughs> all I'm saying is think about that, that bot, though. We asked the bot a few more questions uh, that I found interesting. We asked the bot about the CSPOA. Uh, do you have that one handy? Uh, yes. That one's really interesting, too, in my opinion. We said this, is the CSPOA a legitimate organization? And it came back with a very, I don't know what you want to say, balanced, non-confrontational response, Sheriff. Right. Is the Go ahead CSPOA, with this one. This is interesting. Is the CSPOA a legitimate organization? Here's the article. The legitimacy of the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA, is a matter of debate and interpretation. Some people consider the CSPOA to be a legitimate organization that represents the interests of law enforcement officials who are committed to upholding the Constitution. They argue that the CSPOA provides valuable resources and and training for officers and serves as a voice for those who believe in limited government and individual liberty. Others, however, view the CSPOA as a controversial organization and questionable motives. Critics argue that the CSPOA stance on the role of law enforcement in upholding the Constitution is at odds with established legal legal precedent and that their views are not in line with mainstream law enforcement organizations. That's for sure. <clears throat> Ultimately, the legitimacy of the CSPOA will depend on one's personal beliefs and values. It is important to consider all sides of an issue and gather information from multiple sources before making a decision about the credibility of an organization. So then I, Sam Bushman, ask the question, is the CSPOA in line with your values, ladies and gentlemen? where we basically say, look, you're not going to steal our guns, so Richard Mack wins at the Supreme Court, where we come back and say there are checks and balances and jurisdictional separations in our form of limited proper rule of government. And if you believe in the things that we have to say about that, join us. Now, when they say we're out of step with legal precedent, maybe so, but we still won at the Supreme Court, Sheriff. So I don't know how out of step that is or not, but... Uh, It's a telltale sign of our intent and our peaceful agenda. Part of the reason that I wanted to read these chats on the radio is if they ever tell you that I committed suicide, they're lying. Also, if they ever tell you that I'm an enemy to the government, 
I'm gonna basically create a book of these chat GPTs so that the world can know what I stand for. That chat GPT wrote an article as if it were me. That chat GPT pointed out the legitimacy of the CSPOA. Yes, if you don't believe in the Constitution, Yes, if you don't believe in proper law enforcement. Yes, if you believe in tyranny and socialism and communism, then it's at odds. I agree. But the quintessential point is, look, in neither of those articles did they talk about any violence, any racism, any hatred of any kind. All they talked about is our efforts to restore the greatest country on the face of the earth, Sheriff. Let that stand yeah, and, as a record. Yeah, and, and it was a little bit of a, uh, I don't know trying to play both sides on this because mainstream law enforcement organizations, what benefit have they provided America? Uh, the mainstream. Well, is, nothing. Is and that is the point. Yeah. Well, I compare that to uh, the mainstream is what you fall in when you lose your grasp on what's really important. And uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's this. The mainstream has provided nothing uh, but uh, corruption. So, yeah. All right. Should I go ahead and finish on this headline, Sheriff? Sure. WorldNet Daily headline. I haven't dug into the story yet, but I'll just give you the tidbit so you can, uh, you know, learn about it. We'll talk about it more tomorrow on another broadcast. We must be naked. Hunter Biden mm -hmm. demanded video sex from an employee. Got caught. <laughs> oh, gosh. When is the prosecution going to occur? Is Kevin on uh, that? <laughs> so it, uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, oh, I uh, see. That, that poor right. guy. <laughs> the, uh, the guy just does that. Hell on wheels is what they call him, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Joe has said, I don't know. It was worth having this boy as my son. You know, he. I wonder what he says to him in private. He probably says, good work, sir. You just keep our name in the media. You just go ahead and keep that China dollars rolling in, baby. Good job there, Hunter. I'm sure that's what he's saying. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> and Hunter, by the way, you're making a couple of slip-ups that are tying it too close to me. you got to stop that. Yeah. Don't call me the big guy anymore when you're doing Yeah, no calling me the big guy. It's too... Uh, catastrophic when you do that there it's a lightning a lightning rod can't have that going on sheriff mac thanks for your time sir the sheriff mac show ladies and gentlemen first hour liberty roundtable live both hours simulcasting uh, and the and the posse coming up join the posse folks cspoa.org become a member today and the good sheriff will be on there in just about an hour to take your questions and chat with you personally cspoa.org thank you sheriff thank you sam and a big shout-out to Simone Gold. Let's sit down and work this out, sister. We got work to do to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property. We'll do it all on Liberty Roundtable Live. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic.